In this podcast episode, we're going to talk about how I optimize my life to get more stuff done. Now, we're not going to talk too much about detailing, but this has a direct impact on how you run your detailing business. This is the Detailing Business Class Podcast. And welcome. Glad to have you here for a podcast episode. This one's going to be slightly different. Well, I don't know about different, but I'm going to talk on how I optimize my life to get more stuff done. And it's not something that I talk about that often where it's like more like business mindset, productivity. But obviously, like this is by far what should be at the forefront of running your business, right? So we're going to talk about like, the main premise of everything that I do, well, not everything, but because obviously there's, there's going to be some some uh, leisure or some not as strict thing that you do because it's more of life. But for a majority of what I do, because a majority of what I do is evolved around business and working and, and running things, is minimizing friction in order to get that next thing done. So I don't want to think about what I need to what I need to do or what I need to get or that or the hassle I need to go through to get to the next step. So I'm gonna break that all down right now. But the the gist of it is if I have to think about leaving the apartment and what I have to carry and the tools I have to bring as far as like laptop and all that stuff, that slows me down from getting to work. Right? So and this said like this has evolved over the last seven years, right? It's not like one day I was like, okay, boom, I'm going to get to where I need to get. Like this has been a very slow process of getting everything I need in place in order to maximize my time and my output. So again, the main thing is to minimize the amount of friction in order to get that next thing done. So uh, there's no specific order. I just kind of j- jotted these things down and what the main takeaway I kind of want you to have here is just like, what do you need to do to maximize your life? Um, and that's going to look different for literally every single human being. But it's like, what do you want to like what I do and how I do things and what I spend money on and what I spend my time on is to maximize, maximize my time to reach my goals, to do what I want to do. Right. To you, it might look it's going to look different. It's not my it's, it's going to look different. Um, but it's so important to say, okay, like, Hey, if I'm running this business out of my house and I want to work, you know, 30 hours a week out of my home garage, like what do I need to have in place in order to make that happen? You know? And then it's like finding out the path, finding out the options of what I need to have in place. What, what makes this the most sense to where I have, you know, I'm putting 30 hours a week, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm generating the revenue or I have the same output as if I was working 45 hours a week. Um, again, that's just an example. But you get the point of like, what do you have to do to maximize your time, to maximize the impact, to create the life that you want and to accomplish your goals? So everything that I do here is in some way to like helps me align to that mission or, or helps me achieve something. Um, so again, it's my goal is to minimize friction in order to get that next thing done. Right. I want to remove the hassles, the obstacles, the the being annoyed about something like remembering things like I want to remove all that so I could just do what I have to do. So, uh, in no specific order, I'm just going to go down the list of what I, of what I uh, wrote down. So, um, here, so most of the things that I need to get delivered, um, or most things that I need to purchase, whether it's like, you know, 
whether it's something for the restroom, something for the laptop, something um, for, you know, some drinks, anything at the shop, I'm going to, um, I'm going to have it delivered. So whether like Target is, Target is like a, is a convenience store, I guess you could say, if you're not in the U.S., but Target is literally three minutes down the road. Even if it's three minutes down the road, I'm still going to place an order for same-day delivery. Like I'm not going to physically go in there to buy what I need. I'm just going to order it and have them deliver it to me. So I do that when I get energy drinks from GNC, I have it delivered. When I get water and Gatorades from HEB, I get it delivered. When I need, you know, toilet paper, paper towels, toothpaste, whatever from um, from Target, I'm going to get it delivered. Now, there is an additional cost to getting it delivered, of course. But like I just said, that's just three stores right there. And because we're, you know, this is a business setting, we go through a lot of things quite frequently. So if, if I wanted to like save you know, money on the, on the, on the shipment, on the delivery cost, that's me driving three minutes to Target, 10 minutes to HEB, 10 minutes to wherever else to pick up, to pick everything up. And like, if you compound that and you're doing that, how many times per week, how many times per month, how long are you spending in that store? How long are the lines? How long does it take you to get back? Like how much time is that actually taken away from you just doing your job and working? You know, so, um, so if I was like most of the things that we order, of course, Amazon, but like other things that we can literally just drive five minutes to go grab, we're going to have them, we're going to place an order for them to get delivered. So at O'Reilly's, which is an auto parts store, everything is delivered. And actually there, I don't think there's like a, a cost to it, but regardless, like we're going to get, I'd say at least 85% of everything delivered to our shop because it saves us time. Um, Next here is uh, back in 2015. I actually didn't know how to type in 2015. Um, I skipped like a, a computer class which taught you how to type back in uh, 2010 or 2009. Like I skipped that that computer class. So when I started working on my websites and doing the SEO, search engine optimization, um, I realized like, man, like if I have to type this much, I'm going to take a lot longer by not knowing how to type. So as I was working on my websites, I would also spend at least at least 15 minutes a day on typingtest.com. And I went through every single lesson and every single module and I learned how to properly type. And now I want to say my, my words per minute, as far as like your typing speed is, I want to say like 75 to like 85 words per minute, which to me is good to most people that that's above average for most typers, for most people using a laptop. Um, but that's still not like, I've seen other people that just on average, just, you know, casually type like at a hundred words per minute. And you might be saying, Oscar, why are you talking about words per minute? Why does it matter? It's typing. It's like the faster you type, the faster you can transcribe your thoughts in your head onto the keyboard and get things moving. So I shared this on my Instagram the other day of like when I wrote the, um, when I wrote my, the ultimate guide to start your detailing business, which you can download, download it down below. When I wrote that guide, I wrote 14,000 words. And if I didn't know how to type, that would have taken me at least three or four times longer just because it's, it's, 4, it's 14,000 words. Now, I cut it down and I got it and I, the actual ebook that I published is at 10,000 words. But nonetheless, like how long would it have taken me if I was typing at 30 words per minute versus 65 words per minute? Like it would take me double or triple the time to complete that ebook just because I knew how to type. So just simply as like, like knowing how, where to place your, your, your fingers, how to type, like that in itself makes you a lot more productive. And again, that's something I highly encourage you to learn. Like if you don't know how to type, just think about it. Over the next 10 years, if you're, you know, assuming you still want to be in business, 
all the emails that you send to customers, to vendors, um, when you're working on your website, when you're writing Instagram copy, like if you can literally do more work in less time just because you know how to type. So for instance, like if you have to write 500 words about something, or let's say, let's say on your website, let's say, let's say you're working on your SEO and you have to write an 800 word page. And then I have to write an 800 word page. I could probably get it done in about 20 minutes because I know how to type. You might take 45 minutes to an hour to type about the same thing, but just because you don't know how to type, it's taking you twice or, or three times as long. That's pretty impactful. Again, and you, and you compound that time after time, month after month, year after year. I mean, you're spending a lot of time just trying to type. Um, and again, like at this point, like the amount of typing that I do through emails, through course creation, through like uh, creating websites on the business, on the, on the, on the website, um, I write my, my Instagram and TikTok captions on the laptop and then send it to my, like I do a lot of typing. So to me, it's like it has been, if you want to talk about ROI, like learning how to type has had one of the biggest ROIs on, on what I've done as far as skill level. Um, let's go down here. Uh, another thing that I do is when I'm using, when I use a, a, an app often, like on the, on the desktop, on the, on the laptop, not, not the mobile device, on the laptop, I'm going to try and learn all the shortcuts that I need to know. So like, let's say on, on in Gmail, right? I'm, I'm in Gmail a lot because I'm getting a lot of emails from students, from vendors, from, you know, just from, from, from people writing in, asking questions. So if I have to sort through a bunch of emails, right? Some have to get replied. Some need to take action later down the road. Some I just have to read. If I spend a lot of time in Gmail, I want to know all the shortcuts that'll make me faster. And I know a lot of the shortcuts. So like the, uh, uh, when it comes to apps and learning shortcuts, one good advice is the less you have to take your hand off the keyboard, the faster you are. And I know it sounds funny, like we're talking about, you know, shortcuts and Gmail and typing, but it's like, this is what I do on a daily basis to make me more productive, to go through more things, to finish off more tasks. I know the shortcuts in Gmail. Like, and I'm just going to name them off. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what each one does, but GI to go to inbox, K to jump forward, J to go back, um, uh, command delete to, or, or tab delete to delete the email, um, shift U, shift I, um, you know, L, which opens up the tabs, the, 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 the labels, you type the label, press enter, it applies the label. And then it sounds funny because like, why is this guy talking about shortcut? It's like, this is what makes the difference, right? Even on the tracking speed on my laptop, I have it at fully maxed out. So, you know, the little cursor that you move around your laptop and a lot of people move like super slow. If you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio, I'm, I'm moving my finger very slowly across the screen. But on mine, it's like, it's like a bullet every single time. Why? Because I am on the laptop for hours and hours. So any little thing that I can tweak to get faster is going to help me because you compound that. If I spend, you know, six hours a day on the laptop, multiply that by six times per, per week, multiply that by four times per month, multiply that by 12 times per, uh, uh, for the year. I mean, in a, a five-year span, the amount of, of time that I'm saving and the more things that I could do just by learning how to type learning the shortcuts, and then uh, increasing the track speed to its maximum uh, uh, speed, it's a big difference in productivity, right? And, like, again, to most people, when they get on, like, if they, if they get on my laptop, they're like, whoa, this, this track's bad, like, super fast. It's like, yes, it is, but you get accustomed to everything, right? Um, so it, it's not like, like, anything that I'm talking about here, 
it's not like I'm not pushing myself to do this, right? It's not like, oh man, like so so you get on the laptop and like, yeah, like you gotta push hard. Like this is just the baseline that I work at now. Right? Like this is just like, me typing at 80 words per minute, me, you know, f- the trackpad being at his maximum speed, um, learning other shortcuts and typing as fast as I can. That's just naturally at this point, like that's just at a normal at at, at the normal pace that I work at. And as I'm not here like the show, but like, oh, yeah, I know how to type. Oh, I'm sorry. I just punched the mic. It's like, no, I know how to type. It's like, no, it's like, this is what makes a difference. This is what me, this is what gets to someone saying, oh, I got, you know, one thing done versus I got four big things done. You know, like this is the difference between being productive and not being productive. Right. And like, like I know like this, this, like, what are we talking about? Detailing? Nothing. But as a business owner, if you want to be in business for the next 10 years, if you want to have the most impact that you can within the time that you're allowed, if you want to, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're strapped for time, right, maybe you are a part-time um, detailer, but yeah, you're working 40, 50 hours a week. Yeah, this is even more important to you because in the, in the time that you have those five hours, you need to, you need to squeeze every single ounce of, of potential and opportunity that you can from those five hours. And if you're there, okay, my track speed's super slow. Let me move the cursor over here. Um, let me type and how do I type this word out and let me go. No, like you are wasting time. You're not having as big of an impact. Because you're not like your skill set, yourself as an individual is not a maximum capacity for maximum output, right? Like you're, you're saying, man, like I want to get more output. I, I want to have more production. I, I want to be, I want to get more stuff done. But what are you doing to facilitate that kind of growth in you, right? Like if you want to be the person that puts maximum output, right? That produces the most in the time given, do you have the skill set and the characteristics and the traits to be able to produce that amount of work? So there's a difference. It's, it's a big difference. Um, I mean, one thing I always ask anyone or um, like um, when I when I hired the the editors and like anyone that's edited, I always ask like how fast do you type? Because that's a big component. And again, like it, it's not like I have these original thoughts um, where I first learned about how important it is to type and why you need to learn how to type and why that should be a criteria to learn how to type is from the guy I've been well, the entrepreneur that I've been following for the last like seven years, which is Noah Kagan. He is the owner of AppSumo. His company, I think, has now passed 100 million in revenue. And one thing he says, like, one thing I ask is, how fast is your typing speed? Because if you don't type fast, you are just by default gonna take longer to do everything. And it's like, wow, it's very true. Like, which is like, there's again, like that. That's a very, very, very accurate statement. Um, and then you can translate this to a lot of things, right? Like with, if you guys watched my, uh, I forgot what YouTube video was and I also posted it as a, as an Instagram reel, but like an easy way to just get done with the detail faster, like the most basic of basic ways, you just move faster and it, and it applies the same thing to typing, right? Like, like, you know, how do I cut down my time on creating my website? It's like, well, you're typing 30 words per minute. If you were to up that to 60 words per minute, you would almost cut your time in half because you're able to finish the typing faster. So same thing with, with detailing outside on, on in the field on, on vehicles. But like, hey, man, like, I just, how, how can I speed up my process? What's like, the way you're moving, I would move at least three times as fast as that. Like, that's just as, as basic and as simple as it gets. Like, I literally just move faster than you, which means I'm going to get through the, the vehicle faster. And like, uh, one of my good friends, actually, when we used to work together, uh, I, I made a, I made this example. Well, I'll, if you watch my YouTube videos, you've probably seen the example, but like I give the example to like the, to, to the, to the, to the detailers that we hire of when let's call him Joe, when Joe would walk across the, the, the warehouse, right? 
you could just tell his demeanor was slow, was uncaring, was, you know, I'm tired of this place. I'm checked out, right? His shoulders would be slumped. Um, his stride would be slow. You could tell his head was, would be kind of nodding back and forth, um, kind of just, you know, in his own world, not really caring about what he's doing, right? He's a good friend of mine. And you contrast that with me, right? We're working in the same warehouse, doing the same tasks, and I'm like a freaking bullet going zoom, 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 right? I'm, I'm walking with intention. I'm moving with intention, right? I know where I'm going. I know what I'm getting. I'm going back. I'm fixing things. I'm moving things around. And if you can't, you know, compare and contrast those two things, that's what makes a difference. Someone that, that, that you can tell just the, the energy is not there. The focus is not there. The intent is not there versus someone that say, hey, I'm here to work. I'm here to move. I'm here to grab this. I'm here to move that. I'm moving. Those are two different people that will get two different things done. Um. So moving with intent, just moving faster, it's a big deal, I'm telling you. Um, okay, so going with that, um, other things that I do to maximize my time and maximize my uh, output is like for podcasts or audiobooks, um, a lot of times I'll listen to audiobooks or podcasts when I'm driving to the shop or from the shop. Um, and where, where I enjoy it most is when I'm warming up for a gym session. Um, I will listen to podcasts and such. And I feel like when I'm moving around, being active, I, I kind of understand and comprehend the, the information the best. Um, so that's an easy way to, to, to get information in. Um, you know, when you're, you know, cleaning around the, the, the house, washing the dishes, easy way to get information in. Um, I go for runs. Uh, I run about like five or six miles a week, you know, nothing crazy. But um, that's one part. Like when I go run, I actually don't put, I don't wear headphones because that's another time where I'm just able to think. Like, I'm just able to kind of let my, my mind wander, let it, you know, let it go and explore my mind of like, what am I doing? What's the next step? What I have to look out for? What's the problem? What's the solution? What's the alternative? So that's another thing. When I go run, I just, I let my mind just, it's like running to me is not a physical exercise. It's a time for me to be alone and just think about things because there's no distractions. I'm not going to look at my phone because I'm running. No one's going to stop me because I'm running. And so like, I, I thoroughly enjoy running. I mean, of course, for the physical aspect, like it's good for your heart, good for your health. Duh. But when I think about running, I think about, okay, it's time for me to, it's time for me to be alone for, you know, one or two miles and I could just think. Um, so next thing here is, so here's a big one too. And this one is specifically on time um, where we have a gym in our warehouse. And I'm like, it's an actual private gym because we have uh, a six post squat rack. We have specialty bars. We have powerlifting bars. We have um, the, uh, some like really good plates. We have dumbbells. We have a lap pull down machine. Um, we have a deadlift platform. We have like a bunch of things. Now, of course I could, you know, if I went to a, to a local gym, it would be, I don't know, like it depends what gym you go to, but let's say like 15 bucks a month. Let's say, let's call it super cheap, 15 bucks a month. And the gym is probably like 20, like from here, maybe like 15, 20 minutes away, depending on what time you go for, um, during traffic. So I could drive 15, 20 minutes, right? I could pay 15, 15 bucks a month. But in my world, right, I would rather just have a, 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 a gym in the back of the warehouse. That way I can get here at 6.30, 6.45, work out for an hour, and by 8 o'clock, I'm already back in the office working, ready to move, right? So now here's the big difference. Again, this is something that's like it, it's, it's happened over time. The gym that we have, all the equipment, it's been around like, let's say twelve dollars to $15,000 to get everything. Now you're saying, wow, that's so expensive. Like, why not just go to the commercial gym? It's like, yes, I could. But as far as me saving time and maximizing my time, I am now saving 15 or 20 minutes every day 
Well, actually, I should, I should rephrase that. If it takes me 15 minutes to go there and 15 minutes to get back to the shop, that's now 30 minutes, right? And if you go in peak hours to the gym, everyone knows this. Every single equipment is taken. It's maxed. You're waiting around. So now it's not just a time that I'm saving, but I don't have to worry about, hey, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to do squats today. Let me get to the gym and let me go hit squats. Oh, no, look, every, all, the, all four squat racks are taken. So now I'm sitting around waiting, hoping that a squat rack is, is freed up for, for me to go take it. And then I have to start uh, uh, adjusting, okay, when do I start taking the pre-workout? Because if I take it right now and none of the four squat, squat racks open up within the next 15 minutes, well, then I'm just going to be kind of amped up on pre-workout. And what do I do now? I go hit another body part now. So the, the, the reason, reasoning behind the gym is, yes, I save time driving. You could say I save money on membership, but let's get real. Like the gym is way more expensive than the membership. But more so than that, it's like I don't have to worry or, or, or kind of stress around, okay, if I get to the gym, is, is that one machine going to be taken, the one that I want to use? That, like if I want to hit back, you know, are all the back exercises going to be open, like the machines? But with the private gym at a warehouse, I don't have to worry about that. Whether I go at 7 a.m., 3 p.m., 6 p.m., it's free. It's open. I can go directly to what I want to do. And I'm going to continue to, to expand the gym as well. Why? Because that's what I want. Like, I just want more equipment. Like, that, that's the life that I'm creating. That's why I'm, I'm maximizing so many things. So I can focus on, you know, revenue-generating activities. I can create more income, buy what I want. And on the plus side to that, right, here's, here's another plus side to it, is that, yeah, all the, whoever wants to use it, any employees, they can use it. it it's there. Like, I'm, you know, it's, it's, access, it's accessible to everyone, right? On top of that as well, we have friends come over all the time. So now this shop here, right? It's not just work. Now every day, if anyone wants to come over, oh, look, now we can have a, a good lifting session in with friends. And friends do come over just about every single day. So I've turned the shop. I put a, a gym in it that I can use that saves me time and hassle from going to the commercial gym. But also on that, now it's a place that I can hang out with friends. And it's all happening at the shop. So I'm not creating what, what should be just a work environment becomes a personal environment becomes I can now invite friends. And now it's like, okay, now I'm maximizing the shop space to let me do a lot more things, which is why I want to expand the gym because now I can just invite more friends. It can create more opportunities down the road with influencers or with detailers that maybe, you know, one day we create, I, I um, you know, I create a video, hey, you know, five to 10 detailers, just come and work out, you know? But that you create those opportunities by making these kind of decisions. And again, like it, it's taken me a while to build a gym, right? Like it, I didn't just spend $12,000 at once. It was like, you know, 300 here, 500 here, 200 here, 700 here. I mean, that's been like over like two and a half years that, that I built that gym. Um, but as you can see, like, hopefully you're start, starting to see like how I'm, I'm, I'm trying to maximize everything that I do. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, so we also have a basketball hoop. Um, and again, that's just another thing of like, you know, I've never played basketball in, in my life until we got that basketball hoop. But it's like, it's just another form of, like, oh, this, this is just something else that we can do, right? Midday throughout the day when I'm, I've, you know, I've been working on the laptop for like three hours, I'm like, <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm kind of tired of sitting down. I'm going to go shoot the hoop for like five minutes. Again, like maximizing everything that you can, right? How many detailers like have a shop and like you strictly just use it to work? Again, there's nothing wrong with that because obviously, you know, that's what it's meant for. But like you can maximize your shop space to do a lot more than just, oh, I'll just work here. Like, don't get me wrong. I work like most 90% of the time I'm working here. That 10% I'm working out. That 10% I'm hooping. That 10% I'm with friends. That 10% we're doing something else at the shop. Um, so another thing that I do is like, again, going back to like, uh, removing the hassle to do anything. 
I have a full setup in the office, right? I have a monitor stand. I have a ultra wide monitor. I have speakers. I have um, a, uh, a, a light in case I want to go on video. I can just turn it on. I also have that same setup at the apartment because if I have to leave early or if I'm coming in late and I have to work out of the apartment, I don't want there to be a glitch in anything. Whether I'm working at the apartment or working at the shop, I'm having the same amount of impact because I have the same setup. And yes, look, this this takes time to build. Like again, don't give nothing of this was like overnight. I just I'm gonna just spend all that money, right? Because it's expensive. The ultra monitor, uh, the ultra wide monitor, I think it was like seven hundred bucks. We've now purchased four of them. One, two, three, four, four of them, right? And just monitors alone. So it's like it takes time, right? It, it's gonna take time to build up to to what I build up, um, because it's expensive. Like don't get like this is expensive, um. But it's like, you know, once you get to a certain point and you want to maximize everything, you're like, yes, but this is an investment because if I do have to leave early from the shop to go do something, then go to the, to the apartment, I'm like, oh, but I won't be able to work. Like, I have all this over there. It's like, no, I go to the apartment, put my laptop in, dock it, I'm ready to work. And that applies to literally everything. I have a, a pair of running shoes at the shop. I have another pair of running shoes at the apartment. I have, uh, I bring um, extra clothes just in case I have to go, like, fully focus on detailing because of customers. I have like three sets of shirts and like two sets of shorts in the office just in case I just have to switch out. I'm ready to switch out and I'll go to work. Um, I carry a bag with me every single day that has three other pairs of clothes because the amount of videos that I shoot, I might have to change shirts. Maybe I get super sweaty because I'm working in the field and I come back, I change my underwear, change my shorts, change my shirt, and I'm back to working at the office, um, in the in the office. Um, so it's things like that. And and even to to, to the... Even when it comes to shooting um, like reels or TikToks, I have three tripods, three phone tripods, one in the hallway of 105, one in the warehouse space of 105, and one in the warehouse space of 104. That way I don't even have to, like if I want to go to the other shop to record something, I don't even have to worry about getting the tripod. I just have to walk over there and the tripod is there ready for me to record. Like that's what I mean. And yes, like it's, it's money being spent, but it's like this is how you maximize stuff. And also to be clear, I've been doing this for a long time. Like I've been shooting videos for a long time. I've gone through all the iterations of carrying everything with you, having a hard time bringing things. Like I've gone through every iteration of not having enough. That now it's like, man, I'm tired of having to like, you know, carry these things around or move these move these things around. I just want to have everything in ready, and when I get there, I could just move a few things around, get to work. Because again, like when, when I started my detailing business, I was out of that that 2003 Toyota Matrix XRS, right? I w- I would have to take down, I would have to put up and take down. The real, the cut, the the these the steamer, the polishers, the like. I would do that day in and day out. Um, so don't get me wrong. I I know like I do this because I know the pain of not having the resources, not having the space, not having the capacity. I'm always like you know spending an enormous amount of time just getting things set up and put down. Like that's why I I spend the money to do these things because like I've I've been through the frustration of always having to put things down, put things up, move things around because you don't have enough space to cram it, move it around. Like it's a very, very, very annoying. And I've done that for years. So now at this point, it's like, I'm tired of that frustration. Like I just want to be able to get to where I need to get and do what I need to do. Again, the main goal of all this that I just told you is to minimize friction in order to get, in order to get the next thing done. And that next thing done means a lot of things, right? But like this has an impact across the businesses, across my personal life, because I'm able to just do more and maximize my time to reach my goals, right? That's, that's the same reason why I have a few more minutes now, but that's the same reason why I have a team, right? That's another way, like, 
I could not do what I do and not maximize what I do on a daily basis if it was me doing everything, right? That's why there's a team. That's why there's someone to edit the video. That's why there's someone, you know, talking to customers and booking them in. That's why there's someone else. Like, that's why this is all in place. And it's not a me thing, right? I mean, obviously, this is a me as far as me sharing this with you. But as far as, like, this is all a collective um, a collective effort to push everything forward, right? Like, we don't hire people or we don't have someone here just to say, hey, like, we just want to stay where we want to stay. It's like, no, if you're going to come on board, the, the big reason is now we can take on more work, we can work at a higher capacity, and we can produce more, right? It's not to say, well, I want to hire someone just so I can, you know, have time off. It's like, no, now, you know, if someone comes on board, um, now it's like, hey, now that there's two of us, you can handle this whole thing, I can handle this whole thing, and now we like double, triple, quadruple our output because now we're, at, we're, we're delegating, allocating uh, uh, more properly where our time and energy should be. Um, so I'll go ahead and end the episode right here. Again, hopefully you learned something. Uh, you know, it's kind of shocking how like th- this is where you grow a business. Like this is how you grow a business. This is the things I focus on. Um, nothing with detailing, nothing with products. It's just like this is as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as someone that wants to be productive and maximize your time and effort and everything. Like this is how I think. And this is, and again, it's not like, I'm not saying, oh, look at me. I'm special. This is why I'm successful. I'm like, from me looking at other entrepreneurs and seeing what they do with big teams of 20, 50, 100 member teams that are in the revenue of 10 million, 30 million, 70 million, 100 million. And they're saying the same thing of like, type faster, increase your, your, your track speed, you know, just buy extra stuff so you don't have to think about it. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to do what that guy does because that obviously makes a lot of sense and it maximizes your time. So don't think like, oh, Oscar thinks, no, it's like I'm literally just looking at other people that are 100 steps ahead of me and I'm seeing what they're doing. And I'm like, hmm. That sure just makes a lot of sense. And that's where I'm coming from. Don't think like these are all unique thoughts. So I'll go ahead and end right here. You can download the ultimate guide to start your detailing business in the show notes down below. Or if you're watching this, you can watch it. You can uh, click the click the description box down below to find all those links. Thank you very much. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye.